0: Ministries all on the internet. internet. Just now let's get into we'll the word. And
1: cause the sun to see us yeah,
2: and to us. give someone us peace. to get up, get up, get 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 up, Speak get up, get up, get up, get get Hold it down there. Hold it,
0: come on, hold it, hold it, hold it. Praise, Praise, <laughs> Praise the Lord. It was very exciting. It? <laughs> He's acting like that's his grandbaby. <laughs> anyway, let's get into our study tonight, and we want you to be prepared to participate tonight. There will be no pop quizzes, but I will ask you to share uh, some of your personal experiences. Um, As always, we we like to see the vision where we believe God wants us to go and what God wants us to do. Uh, The last part of uh, 2013 is we're getting it right, getting it right. And uh, we have a a last uh, few days of that. Today, we're starting a new series entitled Getting It Right with Moving North, with Moving North and We're going to be standing on Deuteronomy, and we're really going through the whole—well, not the whole uh, formal look at the book of Deuteronomy, but we're going to be going through the book of Deuteronomy. Can anybody tell me what was so unique about the book of Deuteronomy? They, they kept moving. They kept moving forward. So they, okay. have, they do a wars here and okay. here, okay. and the Lord still told Joshua that the land is yours. It's, it's yours. Okay. I'm, I'm there for you. Okay. Anybody else? What's so unique about the book of Deuteronomy? What what was God doing in the book of Deuteronomy? Does anybody know what the book of Deuteronomy means? Okay, we're going to... I'm going to save that for Sunday. Y'all look that up uh, and, and, and tell me what it means, uh, Sunday. Uh, but what's, what's so unique about the book of Deuteronomy? This was really God preparing the people to go into the promised land, to go and to literally to walk into the promises of God. So what he did is he did a whole book called Deuteronomy as he was preparing the people uh, to walk into the promises of God, to go and to conquer the land. And this is a good time to be in a mindset of conquering the land um, because at the end of the end of the month, uh, uh, especially the month of December, people are making choices, mm-hmm. and, and really they are trying to make choices uh, that literally means that they they're really trying to break cycles, to break cycles.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like the children of Israel, uh, in some areas of their lives, they've been going around in circles. They've been trying to find and get the victory over certain things. And people, at the end of the, of the month, uh, began to think about New Year's resolutions. And usually, uh, uh, these are good things that folks shouldn't do. And some people don't think they're very spiritual, but many of the things that we do in, in resolutions do affect uh, our temple. A lot of times we want to lose weight because we've been going around in circles. You know, we we put on more weight than what we really want, or we're trying to stop smoking, or and all that has to do with the with the body. And the body of a Christian is what the temple. It's the temple of the Holy Spirit of God. So when you make those kinds of resolutions, is really they are very spiritual resolutions, and. Uh, and, and you're challenged to, to, to stop going around in circles. Some of those circles are very destructive. Cycles mm. that you go through uh, are very destructive upon your body, your mind, and on your soul. Uh, but we're going to be standing on this word uh, where God spoke to Moses. And he says, you have circled this mountain long enough. Now turn north. You've been going in circles long enough. Now turn north. Now walk into the promises of God. And we believe that God is going to enable us to leave some stuff behind in 2013. Because after all, we're trying to get it right in 2013. And, 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 and we believe God is going to enable us to leave some stuff behind to stop the destructive circles or cycles that we've been going through. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about how to overcome going in circles. How to overcome going in circles. Let me look at Deuteronomy four uh, f- uh, 2, verses 1 through 3, and verse 7. Let's read this out loud together at the same time on 3. Uh, 1, 2, 3. we we'll and set out for the wilderness on the, will the,
3: of the, the will way to the Red Sea. as the Lord spoke to me and circled myself for many days. And the Lord spoke to me, saying, You have circled this mountain long enough. Now turn north. For the Lord your God has blessed you in all that you have done. He has known your wanderings through the great wilderness. These forty years the Lord your God has
0: been with you. You have not lacked anything." Amen. You may be seated. In the household of the Lord. Again, we're talking about tonight how to overcome going in circles. How to overcome going in circles. And we're going to look at, on around three points, and talk about the circling, uh, cutting edge, we're going to talk about circling, cease to exist, existence, circling, uh, causing excess, and uh, this little video is, is really kind of preparing us for our discussion tonight, because Sometimes when you're circling, it it can be cutting edge. You say, what it means to be cutting edge, going in circles? Well, if God told you to go in circles, if you listen to his voice, uh, then that's about as cutting edge as you can be. Uh, If God told you to do it, and you had enough faith to do it, then going around in circles is a good thing. And, and really it, 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 what we're determining here in this text is really listening to the voice of God. Listening to the voice of God. You hear me say many times before I preach, we're not interested in hearing the voice of a preacher, but we want to hear from God. Uh-huh. And, 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 and if we're going to overcome destructive patterns in our lives, if we're going to be led to the places where God wants us to go in life, uh, We've got to stop circling. And, and usually, a lot of times, and we're going to see later on in the text, a, 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 a lot of times going around in circles really has to do with you being disobedient to the word of God. Come on, Because <laughs> what we're going to see in our study tonight is that while hearing the voice of God and doing what he says is cutting edge, and if he tells you to do something different, even from where he led you, then uh, you have to hear his voice, and you've got to do what he says. And, and when you stop doing what God says, uh, that's, that usually is uh, been, uh, evidence of a person who's going, who's going around in circles, a, a person who's wandering in circles. Hello, somebody. And, and, and usually it's not a good thing, but, but if God tells you to do it, now that's a good thing. And in the text, uh, we're going to try to uh, discern tonight, listening to the voice of God. If I was preaching, I, I would say, neighbor, poor neighbor, can you hear the voice of God? Can you hear the voice of God? How do you know when God is speaking? What does his voice sound like? Can he tell you about everyday things in life? Can he lead your path? Uh, can you hear the voice of God? And uh, this is uh, Dr. Stanley uh, in his first video. And we're going to look at this and go on in our study.
4: Does God still speak to us today? He's always speaking to believers but we must be attuned to hear his voice. It is a matter of listening and waiting, of humility and meditation upon God's word, and of learning to recognize how God communicates. Yes, God is speaking to us. In fact, one of the most influential times in my life was when my grandfather Stanley first taught me how to listen to God. What a wonderful privilege it is to fellowship with our creator, our redeemer, our eternal friend. One recent email sums up many of the questions people have asked us about hearing God's voice, and it reads, I have prayed for God to speak to me, but I don't hear Him. My faith is strong, and I know He will do for me as the Bible promises, but I have never heard Him say, go buy this gallon of milk, don't buy this car, wait for what I have for you. Am I not listening in the right way, or is He guiding my everyday decisions, but I don't realize He's speaking? How do I hear God's voice? Indeed, God is still speaking. And he's interested in all these things that you name. Buying milk, weighing up at the car, and so forth. So are you asking if God speaks specifically? And the answer is, yes, he does. Let me give you two or three examples. Speaking about buying groceries, on a particular day, I had a very short period of time. And so I wanted to buy a turkey for Thanksgiving. My time was really running out. I thought, well, I shouldn't do this now. I said, God, just show me what to do. It's like God said, go to this store, buy the turkey now. Against the of my will, I went. I walked right in, straight to the right place, the right pound of turkey, walked right out, paid, it, got back in the car in less than about 25 minutes. Did God tell me to go? Yes, he did. On another occasion, when I was going to buy a car, i had driven this same car three times and talking to the salesman about it and while I was sitting there it's like the Lord said to me, do you want this car or do you want my best? Mm. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> I said, God, I want your best and I told the gentleman I was no longer interested. Wow. How many times has the Lord spoken to my heart about something and said, not now, trust me. Just wait and I can tell you this. Without an exception, any time that God has ever told me to wait, it always came out better. Any time that I've ever thought, well, maybe that's just my opinion. It's never right. When he speaks to you, he speaks to you personally. Because he loves, well, thank you for joining us for this broadcast of In Touch. And as we close, remember, it's your intimacy with God that determines the impact of your life.
0: Amen. 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 Does God still mm-hmm. speak today? Yes, he does. Is he concerned about our everyday life? Mm-hmm. Text is true that God was speaking. It says, Then we turned and set out for the wilderness by the way of the sea, by the way of the Red Sea, as the Lord spoke to me, and circled. So in the text, the Lord spoke to Moses, okay? didn't say how he spoke, but it says that he spoke to Moses. And it says that, that Moses was listening to the voice of God, and as a result, he was uh, in favor with God because he listened to God. Uh, Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will what? He will establish your, your your plans. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and He will establish your plans. And always be willing to listen, listen to the Lord, because when you listen, you're, you're, you're on the cutting edge. You're on the cutting edge. One one of the things that a uh, good illustration of listening to God was, uh, you know, as we were and I shared this on Sunday, uh, was praying about uh, coming back. Paul's Valley from Nashville to said this horrible storm is going to happen. It was going to happen. It's going to hit in Dallas. And we flew into Dallas. Hello, somebody. And, but it was going to hit later on that day. And as I prayed, the Lord was kind of leading me and said, okay, hey, we need to get back to Dallas as soon as possible. Get in that car and come on. Don't stop. Don't eat. Don't get gas and, and go on. <laughs> That's what we did. We got gas and we got in the car and we just kept, you know, I was praying, I was praying that the Lord would go before us. And the roads was pretty treacherous. Uh, but God led us. I believe God led us. Uh, otherwise, we'd have been stuck in Dallas for three or four days like some of the people that traveled to that same conference that got stuck there. And, 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 uh, and that's what the Lord was saying. Get Get back, don't, don't stop at La Madeline's. <laughs> That's a restaurant. <laughs> That's just, just E. time favorite restaurant. <laughs> and we were starving, but we had to get back. And, and you know, had some concerns. Well, they're going to be some food when we get back. <laughs> now the Lord said, get back. We got to get back. <laughs> and so, so the Lord, I believe the Lord led us. The Lord led us. And it, it was a, a pretty treacherous thing. I asked you a question tonight. Uh, Has God ever led you to a person, place, or thing? Anybody have a testimony? Well, God, you know God led you. You heard the voice of God like Moses was listening to God and ended up around circling that mountain because he heard the voice of God. Anybody else have a testimony about being led? The person, place, I thing. By God, you know beyond a shadow of a doubt. Anybody? I
3: believe I heard it time.
0: Okay, tell us your story.
3: Well, it wasn't. I mean, I was. I was up to no good, though. What the story was. Yeah. I was. I was. Uh, I was with some friends. I live in Kingfisher, and some of my friends. Come to make it story short, but they came over and wanted me to go do some bad with them. And I agreed, so we went over to uh, uh, Weather uh, Weatherford, I think it was Weatherford Clinton. Anyway, Weatherford, we was over in Weatherford, and we, we broke into a liquor store over there, and uh, we were stealing stuff. And then the cops came, and I got away. They, they, the other two got caught, mm. but I got away. And all the lights was going on me when I was going down the alleys. And stuff. Yeah. I could hear the scanners going on there and everything. So and Weatherford was like I think ninety miles to Kingfisher. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know where I didn't know where they put the keys at to the car or anything, mm-hmm. so I didn't know I could, or I could have drove the car on the back, you know. So I started I was going hitchhiking, it was about two or three o'clock in the morning, you know. So I got all, I made all the way to the main highway going out of Weatherford to head back to Kingfisher. And it's just like a boy spoke to me, said told me, Turn around, go back, turn yourself in. Mm-hmm. I listened, and I, I could just feel it all over me, so I mm. knew it was God. I turned around, went back, went to a motel on the outskirts of town there, and told them, can I use your phone? I need to call the police. And I did, and I said, y'all know that burglary down there at that liquor store? I was in on it.
2: Mm. So
3: they came on back. Yeah. But, I, but see, if I had done that, don't tell them what would have happened to me going mm. went on down mm. that
0: highway. Mm. So, That's very interesting. That. Testimony, isn't it? <laughs> <they're> <laughs> God told you to turn yourself in. <laughs> somebody listening tonight, God saying, "Turn yourself in." I didn't. And I didn't Hello, on, somebody. And I didn't go to prison
3: over that.
0: I got hmm. 54 days in jail for probation. Hmm. Well, I got man. Amen. God, God will make you get it right, huh? Well, that'll speak <laughs> to a lot of folks. Uh oh, you got warrants. Turn yourself in. <laughs> he said, well, now, Pastor, we ain't coming here all that. <laughs> get it right. You got to get it right. got to get,
3: right. get it right. You can't afford
0: it. Get it right. That's
3: right.
0: Okay. That's well, all awesome. Awesome testimony. Anybody, Sister Tracy? Oh, I, okay. No, not that. I do not understand. I
1: don't I don't know. I don't really know. I
0: don't know what to look for. I read it. I'm going to go. we going to pray that you, you, you uh, learn as a result of the rest of, of, of uh, this lesson tonight. Because a lot of times you try to hear God, and it's not audible. Right. I've never oh, heard. It's like turkey. I mean, yeah, I, you I, understand that. Well, because, I mean, you know what it's like yeah and and you gotta you gotta remember, this this stems from a personal relationship. It's what you're praying about. Mm-hmm. God is concerned about everything that you pray about. Okay, and He can lead you and guide you. You know, that's why the text says, "Trust in love with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path." So you've got to be a, a person that's a, a praying person. And it's not that God, many times you'll hear an audible voice. I can't say that I've ever heard an audible voice from God. The best way I, I put it is like God kind of drops something in your spirit. Right. That's it. And, and, go ahead, sis. Okay. If okay. You say you be praying, you you praying. You know, pray. And I have been praying on
5: the situation for years and years. And, and, and my point our friendship hadn't always been what it used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, but I've always wanted to come back you know, like it used to be. Like mm-hmm. when I first come to Powell Valley, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we had our disagreements and stuff and we just pulled, you know, just went apart. And I had been praying and praying and talking to Denise and been praying and praying about it and praying about it. And when she came to stay with her daughter at Chapel Ridge, we just got that mm-hmm. tight. Mm-hmm. Mean, you know, we're not where we used to be, but we're getting there. All we still right. have our little disagreements and stuff, you know, but it's not what the knock down, drag out type disagreements, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, God was in the midst of that you know, because me and that thing were
0: I heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amen. But Amen. You know, we, we, she believed that it was an answered prayer yeah. from, yes. out of the s- really situation is. and the circumstance that yes. come about. Yes. Amen. Well, I mean, but
1: also, it's like what you put into it, it, though, right? I mean, if she would have never tried to start talking about the angel Nothing, then it wouldn't have worked
0: right? Amen. I mean, she yeah. may have been praying about it, yeah. too. I mean, yeah. understand
1: that. Mm-hmm. But if she just would have left it and mm-hmm. not ever approached I Nothing, I mean, mm-hmm.
0: I mean that's, and that's the practicality of the faith of God that we serve. You, you've heard me say that if you want God, if you're on a on an island, desert island, plane crash, if you want God to save you, the first thing you do is pray, okay? And the second thing you need to do is you need to do something, okay? You, you, you know, put an SOS and put it in flames at night or, Start building a boat or uh, build a, a aircraft, a landing strip. You got to do, you got to, you got your faith has to be as practical as your prayers. And you
5: know, and the, I never did give up. I'd always talk to that thing or say something to her, and she'd always say, Go home, baby, I ain't got nothing to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> me yeah. On, baby. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you could tell, you know, she really wouldn't have nothing to say. Yeah. And I would just keep, you know, I, I, I. Keep on Keep Put on her faith it. in action. What and done.
3: so one day the door just, nope.
0: you know. Amen. And that's faith in action. Like I said, the best illustration of that, if you want God to give you a job, you pray for a job, right? Okay. But then you got to go out and look for the job, all right? You got to go fill some applications. It's got to be very practical. And and that's how some, some people uh, lose on really hearing the voice of God because God is as practical as he is spiritual.
6: You know, I had okay. him to
1: talk to me right after my sister. Hmm. I was in my backyard and I had been a friend mm-hmm. I was back there was from a goldfish barn I was crying. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden oh, yeah, a nice God said, yeah. well, Rodney don't have a woman and don't let it upset you. Mm. And before I thought about it, I jumped up and ran in the, I ran the back door and locked the door. And I said, oh, that was God talking to me. Mm. Mm. But, you know, Rodney wasn't even on my mind. Right. But he let me know that mm-hmm. this was going to come mm. and not to let it upset. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mm. And it was just wow. like, I'm
1: talking to y'all. Amen. It was just a clear voice.
0: Right. 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 Amen. And there's, there's, there's some, and God doesn't do work in the same way. It's the right. same thing with Samuel. Samuel yeah. kept hearing a voice. He got yeah. up, went to the to the prophet. He said, "Man, I ain't saying nothing to you." <laughs> 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 he went back he, he back. Wait a minute, I ain't yeah. said nothing to you. Yeah. And he had to teach him to say, "Yes, Lord." Yes, okay, Lord. but That's God true. doesn't always speak honestly. Right. And some people have heard him honestly. Okay. Uh, 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 God, you know, He knows how to speak oh, Go ahead, sister. Do you feel like? I, I think the sermon is a little different mm-hmm. because uh, you, you, can just, you, yeah, you can really see through people real quick when you mm-hmm. have that spirit of discernment. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, and it's like they could be fooling a lot of people, you know. They could be up look looked the part and mm-hmm. played the part. But God gets, helps you kind of see through that. So I, I believe it's more of a gift of God. It's a gift you know, so uh, so it is it is tied to God. Uh, so that's how I would describe that. Um, but uh, God knows how to speak, either either does. audibly or sometimes it's through circumstances. Yeah. You know, just like with, with my wife uh, when we were dating. Well, you know, she was praying for a good man. Well. fasting and praying, <laughs> Lord.
1: I a good
0: man. Oh, I need a good man. <laughs> Set coughing ashes and all that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and we had been dating, you know, I didn't know whether, you know, this was of the Lord. But when God gave her a job in Abilene, Texas, and then she asked me whether this was the Lord, I looked up to the wall. And then I thought the handwriting is already on the wall. God done brought us together through the circumstances. So uh, uh, so God speaks. You know, you have to be open to, to hearing his voice and the following. Uh, and when you do, that's cutting edge. That's cutting edge. Uh, when you do that. And uh, so you, you always be open to be led by God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, This is also kind of teaching us uh, hearing from God.
2: Once we hear God's voice in our lives, what comes next? For me, that next step is listening. The difference between hearing and listening is the difference between seeing something and seeing its meaning. Similarly, we might hear God's voice in our lives but we might not follow it. Listening to God's voice is similar to following the advice of a parent, a friend, a doctor, a mechanic, or anyone who has a greater knowledge of events than ourselves. For instance, if a mechanic says to us, your car needs a new battery, and we choose to ignore that advice, well, eventually our car will run out of energy. It is the same with the counsel of God. If we are to be his vehicles for his redeeming work and atoning love in the world, then we must be energized from the one who energized us from the beginning, who energizes us every day, and will continue to animate us with his life-giving goodness. Without his life in us, we have no life. Yet his life can only live in us if we invite him in. And the God of all love is knocking on the door of our hearts. He comes to us through his word, through our gatherings, the church, and through our interpersonal relationships with one another. If we are to be as perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect, then we must listen as our Heavenly Father listens. God listens to us whenever we cry out. God listens to all our prayers. And although it may not seem like it at times, God does respond to our cries as we discussed in previous videos. We must listen to His response as He listens to our prayers. Opportunities to hear God's voice in our lives comes to us even in the most commonplace conversation. If we are attentive and loving in that conversation, we will hear God's voice entering into our lives and responding to our needs. Our faith comes through listening, and our listening comes from the Word of God and our opportunities to listen comes through our interaction with one another. Our conversations with one another aren't merely about waiting for our turn to speak, but rather listening for an opportunity to respond by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. After we hear God's voice, we listen to it. By listening, we respond. The Son of God listened to the voice of our Heavenly Father. He responded by the sacrifice of his life for our sake.
0: Amen. Now, some people will say, well, they don't feel like they're hearing from God. And it's one of two reasons if you're, if you're not hearing from God. Either One is you're in a test. As, uh, as you've heard me say many times, the teacher is quiet when there's a test going on. Okay, now, The teacher is animated, teaches you. All you need to know, but when the test comes, that that the teacher is silent. Okay, so you have to remember what the teacher said. You got to remember, and then really going from this place when you go back to the real world, uh, you got to remember what God said in every circumstance it's through His word is number one way that He speaks. Okay, because God is not going to ever tell you to do something that's opposite of His word. And even in saying that, he is God, and I have to even be careful for that because he told uh, Abraham to do what? That was opposite of his word. To,
3: to, uh, to kill,
0: him. kill him. to sacrifice. Him or like okay, wasn't that opposite of his word?
2: Yeah, because his servant goes to Now,
0: relation. if he only had his word as the standard, yeah. he wouldn't have never did it, right? Mm-hmm. But, but he had a personal relationship with God, and he knew God's voice, and God said it, and guess what? He, he believed him. it. He, he trusted trust him. him. He believed him, okay? Mm-hmm. He believed it. Um, and, 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 and this is a very unique thing. You, if you hear from God, either you're in a test, if you don't hear from him, if you're in a test, or you're in disobedience to God. Mm-hmm. woo. We call it a
3: rebellion.
0: See, mm. and the only thing God wants to hear from you when you're in rebellion is what—repentance. Forgive me. Repentance. 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 Okay. So, if you haven't heard the voice of God, if you're going around in circles and nothing is working out, you—it's either you're in a test or you're in rebellion. Okay. And uh, in this text. We see where, the, where, where the, the, the circling ceased. Now, remember, God was the one that led them to that place, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't he lead them there? Yes, yeah. he did. Okay. The day and the night. And okay. then God did something that a lot of us don't think that he can do. He did something new. He changed directions. Yes, sir. And that's why it's so important for Christians to know the voice of God because he might change directions on you. You want to always hear his voice and be where he says for you to be. Otherwise, you can get stuck wandering in circles. Uh-huh. He says, you've been circling this mountain long enough. Lord, you've led me to this mountain. Yeah. But, but, but you've, been, you've been, and if Moses would have stopped listening to God, he would have stayed circling around that mountain. Uh-huh. Hello, somebody. And and, and a relationship with God is a a personal relationship. You got to get to know Him. You got to uh, be able to discern His voice. You got to always be listening, because when you stop uh, listening, what the what the young man said in the video, he said, really, that's the difference between hearing and responding to to uh, what God says. As a matter of fact, you hear me say this all the time. I pray that we might be doers of the word and what? Not years just years only. only. <laughs> okay? And, and if you don't do the word, guess what? You're out of fellowship with God. Right. And when you're out of fellowship with God, your life is indicative of going in circles. you, 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 you fall in love with the same kind of guy. Going around in circles. Those are different guys, same characteristics, going around in circles, making the same old mistakes that you did, going around in circles, getting drunk every day, going around in circles. There's an old song I say to some of y'all who would deny ever knowing it and it say, got me going in circles. Let's Got me going go. around. All right, come on back, buddy. Come on back. <laughs> <laughs> but when, when you stop listening to God, you, you, you stop taking that straight path and you just go around in circles. And have you ever known some folk? I've, I've been in, in some churches, but they just going around in circles. Wow. Nothing ever changes. They do the same old thing. The preacher preaches the same old sermon every Sunday, going around in circles. Ladies, get up and shout at the same time. In the sleep, going around <laughs> yes. and say, fall out, get the Holy Spirit at the same time, fall the same way. <laughs> Have to pick up the same wig off the floor. Oh, wait, <laughs> I didn't go down. I'm
5: sorry.
0: Yeah, they're going to sleep. <laughs> the niggas going to sleep at the same time. They're just going in circles, and it's like you go down and it's there in a time warp. Have you ever seen that? God, God well, you won't be trapped in a time warp with God because God knows how to do some new things. He'll change some things Amen. in your life. Uh, I like Isaiah 43, 19. says, see, I'm doing what? A new thing. Hello, somebody. Now it will spring up. Do you perceive it? I'm going to make a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. God says, hey, I'm a God of new things. I can Man. do new things. And I can do new, awesomely, incredible things. Mm-hmm. He, he's talking about putting springs in the middle of the desert. That's, <laughs> that's an awesome power that we serve. Can, he said, can you perceive this new thing? You mean I'm out in a desert place, desert, dry land? I'm supposed to perceive Something new, yeah. God, God speaks, Amen. And, and He tells you, and this is what He was about to do for them. He said, Hey, y'all been wondering. Mm. You know, they we're going to learn in verse 7 that they had wondered for well, how many years? 40. 40 years going in circles, 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 circles. Circle, circle. Go ahead, I have put, um, go ahead. I really think it's this. Uh-uh. It's
1: in, uh, I was, um, this person, uh, all of a sudden he got on, he, he started talking about God. And he was telling his story, telling his story. But, you know, I stopped and told him, you know, he sounded like he was angry at God. Because mm-hmm. God took something from him, mm. his, his little one. Mm. And he's been acting out, acting out, acting out, to wherever he goes, he brings his bridges. Mm. Mm. And, you know, I told
2: him, you know, I don't know if I told him the wrong thing.
1: I don't think so. Until you ask God to forgive you. Yeah. he said, you know, he kept on saying he was praying
4: and God won't hear. I said, because
1: you ain't there, hmm. Mm -hmm. You ain't disobedient. You're asking out because he took something from you. Mm. And he kept on and kept on to the point he kept on kept on on
2: keep
1: going. I said, "God, knew I was." Mm-hmm. So I told him, Lord, oh, you need to stop? I'm not gonna say nothing else. You need to pray mm-hmm. because this battle is not mine and it's not yours. Mm. You need to pray. Yes, so yes you yes. got to fight with God, mm-hmm. not me mm-hmm. or other people around you that mm-hmm. loves you mm-hmm. and want to help you." Mm-hmm. And I was just, just trying to make sure he go. I kept praying. After I had the conversation, I had to pray because I felt in my heart to oh, my Lord. I hope I'm not leading him wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. I hope that, Lord, God, you know, I said the right things as well, putting me mm-hmm. to say. And I, you know, I hope to you know, myself, Lord, take it to, you know, yeah mm-hmm. Because it was like he wasn't straight. He was because of uh, the anger, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and you know, the more and more he got into it, it's
0: like
1: you know, if you don't let this go, yeah. it's gonna get you. If you don't give to God and be sincere with
0: your heart, mm-hmm. you know, you gonna, it's gonna get worse than what it is. That's amen, just, it's, amen. It's, 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 and you told her the right thing. You he told her uh, him to. Uh, ask for forgiveness because that's what he had to do. You're holding, holding against mm-hmm. God. You're angry and mad at God. And uh, so he has to, to ask, get right before God, before before anything else is going to happen.
3: Right.
0: He's in that, that destructive cycle of anger, you know, and destruction, anger, and, and, and he's going around in that destructive cycle. Yes, going around that destructive cycle. And, uh, but, uh, and God knows how to speak. You know, we all lose someone we love on, on this side. Uh-huh. If you if you haven't, guess what? Keep living. Keep living. <laughs> either, either you're gonna lose them, or they're gonna lose you. It is appointed to what? Once the dawn after this to judgment, and and that's nothing personal. People take death personal. No, that's not. We all gonna die. Why are you mad at God? Because. He called probably your grandmother who loved the Lord and was saved home. Why are you gonna be mad at him? You know, we all got to we all got to get out. This place, this world is not a home. This is Christians. Mad. And uh, so we gotta be we gotta hear the voice of the Lord. Sometimes right. he, he does some new things and some new things we don't like what he does. Mm-hmm. Hello somebody.
2: Yes, sir. That's best to test you.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but but the text says God changed his program. He changed some stuff around. Uh, and the question is, I have for somebody, is, has God ever led you away from a person, place, or thing that he has led you to? Mm-hmm. Woo, that's pretty deep. Let me say that again. Has God ever led you away, away from a person, place, or thing that he has led you to? Has he ever done that? Anybody want to share Okay, while you talk, while you talk, I share my testimony. All right, and uh, you hear me say this all the time <laughs> in Dallas. I loved my church, mm-hmm. Concord Missionary Baptist Church, after EK Bay. Boy, I loved that church. That church was like a home, spiritual home, and, and you know, I, in that in there, I I had people from all walks of my life uh, in that church. People who knew my family. From Crowville, Louisiana. Crowville. I met one trustee, a uh, deacon there, and he began to tell me all about my family. I, I thought he was God or somebody. Yeah. Now he had come from, <laughs> and named out all my people. Uh, so it was that was home to me. And God led me to that place. Mm-hmm. And guess what? When it was time for me to preach and to teach God's word, guess what? He led me away. Hello, somebody. He did something new. I, I, I mean, I, I really did love that place. Mm-hmm. I, I, I felt about that place like uh, some feel about Bethlehem. You know, hey, I love Bethlehem. Uh, but you've got to listen to the voice of God because if you stop listening, you're going to get stuck circling. Hello, somebody. I know one of the preachers who was here. He said that he believed God had, had called him away from this place, but he had stayed too long here, wandering in circles. Uh, anybody else ever been led away from a person, place, or thing that He has led you to? Well, I know, I know
6: that God led me to Monology when He saved me, but then He turned around and led me away. Hmm. Mm hmm. Like you say, after. Trace. People had started to become. Trace. Uh, Familiar and things. But the, the reason was that he, the preacher that was there at the time, uh, I felt like he was going to hurt me
2: mm-hmm.
6: for telling the truth. Mm hmm. I never, and that's, and this is, you know, i tell my wife, uh, I went to church that morning, and, on the, and on, when I left that church that, that afternoon, the spirit came over me and said, son, don't go back.
5: So
0: I,
6: mm-hmm. And I cried all
1: the
0: I like the way you put that too because some of the decisions that God makes, it's not comfortable for us. You know? And, and, but you still gotta listen to his voice, you gotta do what he says to do. Even if you gotta leave with tears in your eyes. I left Abilene, Texas with tears in my eyes. I was like, Lord, it done got easy. Now you done clean the church and you done leading now you lead me somewhere else. <laughs> 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 But you got to listen. I'm so glad I listened. Boy, God has really, really blessed me here. I mean, he is blessed. He just blows my mind continually since I've come here. Uh, but you've got to listen to the voice of God. Go where he tells you to go, do what he says you to do. He can lead you to a place. And he can. What did, what did uh, uh, Job say when he lost his kids? Naked? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh, and then what? Okay, what next
3: shall this what the
0: name of the saying? Lord? Okay. The Lord gave the
3: Lord took a word. Blessed be the name
0: of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta be able to listen to the Lord. You gotta be He may change some stuff on you. And a, and the change may be a hard something. But i want to stay on the cutting edge of knowing where God has me and going in a straight line. And then to be wondering. Hello, somebody. shaved his head, right? changed just like it did. Yeah. Instead of wondering. I don't like wondering. Y'all like wondering? I, I, like it. Like it. <laughs> I don't like going in circles. Hello. But we got to do what God says to do. You. Know that God can't change some stuff. He'll have you doing the opposite of what he said to do the other time. Hello, somebody. Because he's God. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. Uh, this last video shows the importance of hearing, and this is an example of hearing. It's a man. It's, it's God is blind, and the God is blind has to hear the voice of the man that's talking. who's representing the father. Okay, but there's only one problem with that. There's a lot of noise going on, and that's what happens in our culture, in our society, why we can't hear God. It's because there's a lot of noise that's going on in our lives, and we've got to learn to discern the voice of the Lord. Let's see what this says. All right, let's
6: get to work then.
0: nowhere around. It. I mean for yourself, not just Wednesdays. Talking about right. daily devotion with God. Uh, I'm talking about a, an open windows, but not just open windows, but go through that yearly Bible study plan they have on each daily reading. Uh, and learn to discern and hear God's uh, voice through his word. And also through prayer. you got to develop a close intimate relationship with God. If you don't pray. You, you will never know how to discern the voice of God. It, uh, it, 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 it's out of the personal relationship that you have with Him and, and, and prayer, prayer and study God's Word. And true worship. Worship Him in spirit and truth. Don't come here uh, on Sunday looking at what other folk are doing. Come here to worship the God and, and to focus on Him and Him alone. And, and, and You'll be able to hear His voice. You'll be able to hear His voice. God the circling cause excess. He says he knew that you, that you had wandered through the wilderness. They wandered in circles for 40 years because they didn't obey the voice of the, of the Lord. God told them that there was a land flowing with milk and honey and that they already had the victory. But they allowed the noise of the land to, to uh, blurt out his voice. The noise of the land was the fortified cities and the giants in the land. And, and they couldn't hear the whisper of God say, hey, that's yours. That's yours. And all you got to do, and like I said, our God is as much spiritual, uh, as practical as he has spiritual. Spiritually, he said, it's yours. But the practicality of it is what you're going to have to go and take. It. Hello, somebody. man. Hello, somebody. You're he gonna to have to literally go and take it. But he was gonna go with you. But they didn't hear the voice of God. They did a little survey. Ten. Mm-hmm. Came back out of 12 saying, mm, <laughs> they cried. Crying. Two. Two said Hey, we can do it. We can take the land. Let it, let's go and do it. Guess what? The only two that lasted through the wandering was the two that had gave the, the good report. Joshua and, Caleb. Joshua and Caleb. They had to wander 40 years. I, 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 I imagine what must it must have been like to go through all those funerals Over a million people and only two who heard the voice of God and was willing to do what he said made it through. I always like to say, I'm going to be the one that makes it through. I'm, Amen. I'm, I'm, Amen. Even if I have to wander, Come on. Amen. I still I still believe God can. Amen. I'm never going to not believe. If we don't ever build that building over there, I'm going to believe that Amen. it can be done.
3: Amen. Amen.
0: Hello, somebody. Amen. Uh, but God can do it. You don't need a, a good... financial bank statement to, to do something. So Hello, somebody. So he owns a cattle on a thousand hills. I don't think so Hello, somebody. I don't think so you got to believe. You got to believe. Now you have to do some practical things, too, but you still got to believe. I believe. Hello, somebody. Uh, oh, go ahead.
6: I see you do this at Hill Field.
1: <laughs>
6: the people were listening because they had faith and they trusted God from the beginning when God was said he would allow the church to have a bill, of mm-hmm. But then they left. And Brother Michael Hutchinson confirmed his hill But just like the example, the devil started using people mm-hmm. husbands. And wives, mm-hmm. and children, mm-hmm. to get them off the voice of God, well. not hearing the voice of God, mm-hmm. and God eventually the devil will have so distracted with
5: mm-hmm.
1: all
6: the things going around in the world, and and, and things that yes ought we ought to be concerned about, but we ought to be handing it to God in prayer mm-hmm. and not turning away from God or leaving God just like that boy did when when the nail hit the floor mm. and and that's how the devil he will he'll, he'll, he'll cause something great to happen mm. in our lives and we don't get that some things started happening you'll feel the same way and when you start showing that video all, all I could remember it, and that's what God showed me and 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 I hate to say this because what I seen there God is allowing right here. The devil is trying, is using mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And it started mm-hmm. out with a disturbance in the church. Yes, know? yes, yes. And the devil had used it and mm-hmm. had, had progressed mm-hmm. it and moved it and mm-hmm. called. And then all of a sudden all the deaths in the families. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about sudden things. Just yes, like that so. nail hitting the floor. Mm-hmm. And people start.
2: Mm-hmm
6: turning away from God, mm-hmm. but from the, for the sound of what was going on, mm. whether it was the mourning of tears, mm. or whatever it was, and people have constantly, since that time, mm. started losing sight of God, yes, yes, and, yes, yes. Mm. and he's mm-hmm. still working on the rest of us mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And, and there, i mean there's disturbances always going to be in our lives mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i I, lo- I love what you said while ago and and it stuck in my heart because there's some distractions going on in my life mm-hmm. and it really hit me hard today mm-hmm. for some reason but god used you to say something to me while ago we act like this is death is a part of it all mm. And we going to have to go through these things. We cannot allow that to get us off of who God is because he's still a good God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's still a loving God and a kind God. And he's still in the same place he was when we started out. Yes, yes, yes. I just wish Bethlehem. We, I hope and pray we don't make the same mistakes that I've seen Happened at Gilfield, mm-hmm. where people Man. took their eyes off of God mm-hmm. and they stopped listening to God's voice mm-hmm. and started listening to all the, mm-hmm. the things that are going on mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. us and the trials, mm-hmm. and the tribulations, and the things that that the Bible and God has't already warned us is going to happen.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
6: Mm-hmm. Wow. The main thing is this: wow. that we stay focused on Him and know that He is all power. Yes, Man. He is. Man. Yes, He is.
0: Yes, and is. no
6: matter what goes on. He's still God. He's still mm-hmm. on the throne. God. And his word is still going to be fulfilled. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. They build over there because our mindsets are God. Yeah. A, people are not are focusing on their ability mm-hmm. and okay. human mm-hmm. perspectives mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. kinds of things. Yeah. When it, God says, I don't work that way, well, he does that's the opposite. Yes, I don't <laughs> work that way at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Thanks, Dick. That's an awesome, awesome word. Yeah. But we don't, we don't, this is what Numbers says, 1433, uh, your children will be shepherds here for 40 years, mm. suffering for your unfaithfulness, unfa- Faithful. mm-hmm. until what? The last, the last of the your God. bodies will rise ah, in the wilderness. The wilderness. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's deep. That's what he saying. That's deep. I don't want to lie in the wilderness. I don't know about y'all. I don't want to lie in the wilderness. God said I can have it. I'm going to go get it. Man, man, I, said, man. I guess I got that uh that, that, that baby child syndrome. You know, Baby <laughs> child seemed to be ruined. You know, they, they, if mama say we can have it. We're going we to get it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm going to get it
5: either
0: way. I'm going to get it either way. If I got to wander to get it, I'm going to get it. I don't want to wonder if I got to be a Joshua and Caleb and that's what I have to be. I'm going to get it. Because God said I could
5: have
0: it. Hello somebody. And that's what we got to be. And we got to hear you know, we talk about distractions. It's all been a, a whole lot of distractions. But the only thing I hear is what God says. It's so clear to me. Other folk can be distracted. <laughs> it's clear. And I'm gonna say it until I'm blue in the face. Amen. And, and try to lead us to where God called us to be, because we can't break this cycle. Amen. And, and you can break those cycles, you know. Mm-hmm. You can overcome drugs and alcohol, mm-hmm. cigarettes, and
3: Amen.
0: you can do that. Why wonder? When God says, hey, I, I'm about to do a new thing in your life. I can do this in your life. You can make it through. You may have to lose some things. You may have to some changes in your life may put you in tears, but keep walking while you're crying. Hello somebody. Keep walking while you're crying. Don't don't sit idle. That's right. Hello somebody. Hello again. This is Pastor Michael Eton. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off We just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. sins was buried and rose again Tears on so the third day, dear God, in come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior, way. amen, praise the you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing, for now so you are mine. a child of the just living King, because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family so daddy, here on earth. We love to believe by faith that you've been born, to, born you. to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, Because babies can't make it on their own and if you prayed that prayer for the first time you are a spiritual baby you must find a church home again we want to thank you for joining us today and i'm going to give us a final benediction a benediction is a final blessing father god we thank you lord and we pray in jesus name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice especially the new children of god deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again either here in cyber church or in the service we thank you father god in jesus name amen hello again this and is pastor praise Mike Wheaton, the singing senior Lord. pastor of the bethlehem baptist church in paul's valley oklahoma we want to take this opportunity to see if god used this message in your heart if If your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life. But we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we have calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program. And I have told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. I'm not living in a mega city, this is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the Catalonia Thousand Hills where you are. And if you take a moment. And go to our church website at www.HearGodsWord at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. uh, Tap the link on the MySpace page. Or uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.HearGodsWord at Bethlehem.com. And scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality. And that's where you can give... To the building and we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. it. He raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us and we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state of the arts build, a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100. And you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, ww.hear God's Word